This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hello, hello. Welcome to Kramer and Jess Uncensored, the podcast. Yay. Hi. I'm so tired today, man. <laughs> this is really, these get good. These are either really good or really bad. And I'm not sure which way this is going to go today. Let's get a little loosey goosey. Episode 109. Thank you so much for being here. That means we have 108 other episodes you can go check out. You can like, you can subscribe, you can leave a comment. That would be amazing. Yeah. You can also watch this live on YouTube. We got an awesome family that gathers around on Wednesdays to watch this thing live. Happy International Women's Day. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah! I think I'm, I'm heading towards it's going to be really bad today. What do I? <laughs> why? I, I was going to say why. Um, YouTube, you can search as Kramer and Jess, and uh, watch us over there. Good morning to Erica. Erica, thank you for the uh, the nice sentiment starting the show off. She said, "Kramer, I'm sending you the biggest hug. I can't imagine what you're going through, but just know that you're loved." And Kiki is so so loved too. Hugging my fur baby's extra tight this week. Um, yeah, so. If you have not been caught up on the news yet, uh, my dog passed away last week. It was a week ago, and it was so sad. Man, I'm going to tell you what, and we can kind of – I've told the story, and we won't – there's a thousand other ways to listen to the story, so I won't really get too much into it. But you can imagine how hard it is. Have you guys ever seen, like, a dead anything before? Yes. Yes. And like, so what was your, who, who, what'd you see dead and like, how'd that affect you? Cause I, this is the first thing I've ever like, like known and loved. Yeah. There wasn't like at a funeral, but like I walked in. Oh man. Is it going to get emotional now? Yeah. Sorry. I said it's going to be really good or really bad. I had towards really bad. <laughs> who was it? It was my grandpa. Um, I was in the room when he died. Damn. And we. They, so, wait, so, so he was like alive and then he died? He was on the ventilator and we oh. had to make the decision because it, it was basically, we had to make the decision. Um, he wasn't himself anymore. Yeah. And basically, you know, taking him off the the breathing machine. And there was a group of us that went inside the room and we had to like say goodbye and How watch old? and watch him stop breathing. How old were you for that? Uh, 17. That's so young. Mm-hmm. Do you wish you weren't there for that? Um, Like as a parent, if you had a 17 year old, would you be like... Nah, don't be here for that. Or is that was that something that you wanted or and thought was good for you to be there? I don't know how like what the right way to handle that is. I felt like I needed to be there. He um, was my favorite. He is my favorite person in the whole world. Yeah. And we had such a special relationship and such a special bond that I felt like I wanted to be there until the very last second that he could be with me mm-hmm. in the physical world. 
And it was, it is one of the hardest and toughest memories that I have. I can't imagine. And it was one of the toughest things that we've ever gone through. But I felt also, I felt like I wanted to be with my family too, because it was a moment that we all suffered together. Yeah. And all of us being in that room, we went through that together. It's tough. Hassan, who'd you see like, and I'm not talking like at a funeral, but you actually saw somebody passed away that like, like in the moment? My uncle. Yeah. My uncle, he had... Well, well, out of, I was 18. He had a stroke at Oof. my house. We was about to go to a basketball game. He had a stroke. And then we took him to the hospital, put him on life support. We had to take him off of it. And that's when he left. Damn, man. That's tough. Was, yeah, so, like, Kiki was, like, the first thing. And obviously my story doesn't know where you hold a candle to you guys anymore. But um, <laughs> No, but I've I seen dead animals, But, too, like, yeah, so. like, walking in and, like, seeing your dog dead is, like, really messed up, man. It's, like, having to, like, pick up your, your dead dog is, mm. like, there's something that's very nurturing about it. It feels very much like, let me take care of you. Like, yeah. you, I, you know, you gave me so much. Let me go, like, help you get, re- you know, finally rest. Mm-hmm. But there's a part, man, that's just, like, it's so fucked up in so many ways. Like, having to, like, like, like seeing their face, right? And, like, mm. her, her eyes were still open. Her mouth was, like, kind of open. And, like, let's, like, try to close her eyes. And they wouldn't close. And, like, it was mm. just, it was tough. It was tough in a lot of ways. But it was also kind of special because I got to, like, hold her one more time. And, like. And she was warm. Yeah. So, like, it was, like, a part of it was kind of, like, a special thing about it. Uh, but thank you for anyone that's reached out. I really, really, really appreciate that because it was, uh, it was super hard. The, one of the. Post-divorce, well, I don't know. There's been so much shit the last five years. It's all been kind of hard, but it was hard. Um, And probably, I mean, if you think about it, because Kiki was my longest-running relationship uh, post-divorce. Like, I don't think I've had anyone in my life every day consistently. You're probably actually the the next person, so don't die. Um, Mm. Seriously, I think after, after Kiki, you're probably my most consistent thing that I've had on the daily. Oh, since because I we I worked together like, for eight years. I feel like a like your teddy bear or something. And you are. I mean, seriously, mm, you've been my constant. Cute. Like you and Kiki have really been like the only thing. Like what else has been constant since then? Yeah, Nothing. like an like an everyday thing. Yeah, that I've seen. If someone I've seen over, at least five yeah, days a week. That's right. Who been here? <laughs> Who been here? I want to talk something out though because I told Jess I even feel guilty saying this, but I feel like mm. there's been one thing that's been really really hard about this. And I don't want to come across like a dick right now, but I got to just be honest with you about how some of this stuff has made me feel. What I found, and I don't know because I haven't had somebody. uh, My grandma passed away in 2015. I can't really remember how the whole thing went. So Kiki, I mean, Wiggy, my other trauma died. And I don't, again, I don't really remember if this, how that was the same sentiment or not, but like it was like overwhelming amount of support that came in. And that, that part felt awesome. I'm really struggling though with, how are we supposed to help people that are grieving? Because going through, I would say 70% of the comments that I got, which like Erica, awesome. Great comment. Makes me feel like heard, understood, like can't imagine what she's going through. Like I just read, you know, so loved, love it. That's great. Like that's to me feel supportive. I can't tell you though how many messages, comments, whatever, Went a little something like this, and they went like, hey, Kramer, I just want to reach out and say I'm really sorry about your dog, Kiki. I know exactly what you're going through. My dog was shot in the forehead six months ago, and it's like the saddest thing that I've ever been through my whole entire life, and I'm still not even like 
Every day I cry about it so hard. Uh, anyway, I'm so sorry to hear about Kiki. I agree with you. I don't know how to deal with that either. Like, why are you trying to trumple my well, grief? Well, I, I don't even know if it's trumping. I don't I, think it's trumping. I think it's relating. Those are two different scenarios. Well, I'm just saying, people, everyone just wanted to come to me. Just to let you know me. that they understand your grief, I feel like. But it was yeah. so hard. i got to be honest. Like After a while, it was like so, um, I had to like stop reading comments. It's basically just depressing you even more hearing all the sad so stories. So much. And like, it's everyone's so close to their pet. And I'm just wondering, like, when it comes to this kind of thing, like, do we need to stay more conscious of what we're saying? Because obviously I'm super fucking vulnerable, right? Like, I'm already feeling like shit. And so when you come in and like you're over here and you're like, hey, this here's another really sad story for you. <laughs> it was like overwhelming to a point where I had to stop reading stuff because it just got so emotional for me sad like am i a dick for saying that or is do we need to like analyze the way that like we we and i get it because i get it i can't say that that naturally you would, i wouldn't do the same thing you would do the same thing if like somebody whenever we talk about shit you the first thing you do is like i hear you because when xyz yeah. happened to me yeah blah 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 like, imagine when your grandfather passed away i don't want to go back there but imagine if i just came to you and i told you another like really sad story about well, I think it's the I think it's the natural way of mm -hmm. trying to connect to someone who's grieving. Mm -hmm. I also feel like I don't think you should say that you're a dick because I think everyone grieves in different ways. I know like for me, for when I was going through all the shit like with my body and like with my period and stuff, when women would reach out to me and tell me their stories, it would make me feel less alone. Okay. Okay. But not anxious at all. Like, like, because I'm sure some of those stories had to be like, I mean, yes and no, no. Cause some, some of them are fucked up, yeah. but I think like it gave me, it made me feel like someone could actually relate to the feeling because it's way different. Me telling you guys what right. I'm going through and how I'm feeling versus talking to a female that's gone through the same They've fucking it. thing. Yeah. It's different. So I think that that's where they're coming from. But okay. I can understand with you having it being done on like a bigger scale mm -hmm. and having to read like sad story after sad story, like back to back to back to back can be overwhelming. I'm just wondering if we have to just like, and, and again, I don't, I do not want to come across as in like uh, uh, unappreciative of any comment, because honestly, like it was, I can't tell you how supported I felt Probably through anything, I, I'm trying to think through even the divorce stuff. I think the pet thing was bigger because so many people have been through it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like the um, the outpour of oh, it's also a different. It was I think with Kiki, it's a different situation. It's like not comparable to the divorce because it's like like you said, Kiki was the most constant thing you've had in your life. Like she was there through the divorce. She yeah, was there yeah, through yeah. the loss of your job. She was there through the move. So but I think too, because uh, probably more people can relate to a pet loss than yeah. can, can relate to a divorce. So I think yeah. it's probably more people being able to say, I know what this feels like. But everybody grieves differently. Like I just read, you know, someone posted something on their story. She lost her mom and she was like, I hate here. I hate it when people tell me she's in a better place. Mm. That's how she feels. Yeah. Maybe I, a lot of people feel that way. That's weird. Cause I like hearing that. I okay. like hearing like the rainbow bridge stuff. I thought that was all really nice right. but I just had a really hard time eventually going through and I had to stop stop going through messages and comments because it just felt it went from like heavy to like heavier mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I just don't know do we need to be I was gonna try to call Leah but she just woke up I didn't know if there was like a um like a way let me see what a way to let people know I just that you don't, don't want that no, no no I'm saying like do we need to be more cognizant of this kind of stuff when we're talking to people that are grieving because 
or do most people feel that way? Or am I the only person that's like, you know, this make me feel heavier? Would most people feel better that way? Whereas I was feeling heavier and heavier. I think that like what you said earlier, you said the natural thing is for you to say something so you can relate to that person. You do it. I I do it. You know what I mean? So I think it's just a matter of like also acknowledging that everyone goes through that phase differently yeah you know yeah but i don't think you can like fault them because a lot of people don't know any other way and also it is very it's a very uncomfortable experience trying to speak to someone who's grieving everyone's just doing their best that's true Mm -hmm. that's true well listen man i know there's a lot of pain out there when it comes to pet loss that's for sure and it sucks like it's been really 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 sad i went to go pick up her uh her ashes yesterday and uh it wasn't as awkward as i thought it was going to be it's really weird to see i mean it's it's as a, the actual act of it is as awkward, but the people there have obviously done it a hundred thousand times. You know, the vets right. it wasn't like they weren't like <laughs> it's nothing, new not their first that. rodeo, right? But like walking in and like them like reaching up and grabbing your pet in like a bag <laughs> was just kind of like, oh, well, this is this is different, this mm-hmm. is strange. But now it's like it's done, and I don't think there's anything else that has to get wrapped up with with that situation more than just the. It's just weird. There's so many thought processes that like aren't the same anymore. You know, there's no more like, oh, what time is it? I got to feed Kiki or like, for, for example, it's like for today, I need to, I have therapy after this. And so typically I'd have to be, I even thought, like, oh, shit, I got to run home and feed Kiki really quick before I go. And I'm like, no, I don't. Like, it's she's not, routine. you know, it's mm-hmm. not, not there anymore. Uh, let me actually, let me call Leah really quick and see, get her take on this. Cause I just want to see if that's, uh, Leah, by the way, is my th- uh, friend who is a therapist. And oh, we tell them the phone situation why it's so annoying. What? We tell them why it's so annoying to dial this phone sometimes. Our phone just sucks. Like what? you, you literally <laughs> have seven seconds. Yeah, seven seconds to put to dial the whole number, and if you don't, it, it just it freaks out. And not only that, like when you have things on hold, it'll it's just drop it's just a little messy. She's got one chance. One chance to answer this. Hi. Hi. Okay. I just shared that I, the hardest, one of the harder parts about uh, Kiki passing away was mm-hmm. like reading all, like everyone, like not everyone, I would say 70% of people wanted to like share their experience too of their pet passing. Yeah. And it like made me feel heavier by doing it and by, by like reading yeah. all of these stories about pets passing. And so, yeah. In your opinion, do is that uh, like when you're like, does that need to be said? Like, is that when you're talking to somebody that's grieving, do you have any feedback on like, should you say? Because I feel I kind of feel like a dick. There's a part of me that feels like a dick because I'm like, I shouldn't be like feeling any kind of like, these people are obviously out of the kindness of their hearts reaching out, but for some reason, I'm feeling heavier by reading it. Are they sharing you like the stories, yeah. like details? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I don't blame you. Like, especially when you're like literally going through it right now Yeah. to hear, to hear more and more loss on top of what you've already lost is, is difficult. I, I think it's well intentioned, like well intentioned, yes. right? Yes. Of course. And because of your, like you having this platform, this personality, everyone's like, kind of like, I get it. I understand. This is what I've been through. It's like normalizing it, but I, I would feel similarly. Okay. And, and Leah's right about everything, so that's, you know, you never, you've never been wrong a day in your life. 
Never. Mm-hmm. I've never been wrong. I just didn't know, like, is that, would you, because you, you and I have talked about the, the, uh, the, the concept of trauma dumping. Would you consider that a yeah. trauma dump or is that not a trauma no, dump? No, because I think that this, I think they're trying to relate, like, and That's this sad. happens too with, I'll have clients lose like a, a parent, you yeah. know, like a loved one. And they'll have people that will also say, I get it. It's hap-, like, and that's like, the, like, you're like, I lost someone. Mm-hmm. I lost someone. And, yeah. and it's not, it's not being, ins- I don't, it, you're not trying to be insensitive, but when you're going through it, you're going through it and you don't really have space all the time for everyone else's shit. And it's not because you don't care. It's like in that moment, like I can't imagine we've talked, I mean, I can't imagine losing Lucy and then everyone just saying, I lost my dog. I like that. That would, that would, that would be, I guess it wouldn't be helpful in the moment. I yeah, don't think. Yeah. 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 Okay. I just want to make sure I wasn't off the mark on well, this. Well, just disagree. No, I agree. No, uh, no. We're just, I usually, I usually feel like I'm like mediating a, an argument no, and that I, just, I, no. I, I, call, I call a winner and a loser. Seriously. <laughs> I, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm like battling this with myself because I felt bad for not being able to like read and respond to more comments, but I was just feeling heavier and heavier by like reading all these stories, you know? No, no, what? No, 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 no. I wouldn't either. Okay. I really wouldn't. I know it's different than a parent, but like, I, I think when you're in it, you're in it and you don't have the capacity to like. To, to send your own condolences to someone else in that right, moment, right, right, and that's what I felt myself doing. Is like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry for your loss, and then I'm like, this is really hard to do in the middle of like all this. No, uh, I don't blame you. Leah, You're not a bad person today. <laughs> today, <laughs> Leah, Lee and I have a new podcast coming out called Healthy as Shit. Um, do you really? <laughs> it's on the it's on the drawing I thought, board. I think that, wouldn't that be great? Yeah, that's a great title. My, my thought is that we just read like text messages, not just really, like, just like between like family members and like just like hear scenarios and then Kramer will probably say it's it's healthy and I'll probably say it's not healthy yeah that's so funny and uh we're, we're, it's that's on the drawing it. board that's if, any, it. if anybody steals that idea I'm gonna be so mad so mad at you oh that's super cute you All guys right. should do that Leah plug your stuff you might as well thanks for spending 30 seconds on the phone with us it's worth right it now plug. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can find me on it <laughs> early you can find you on instagram at her at her your empowerment for all the all the things Leah's so okay, tired. that's fine all right thank you Leah. i had a long day yesterday just it just getting like to it. my coffee right now oh, girl and, and thank you shows. for this it shows yeah all nothing right. like talking to you two first thing in the morning don't, don't you enjoy it i love it yep love it wouldn't change it goodbye all right you two have a good day See bye you. bye you like wearing these period diapers now <laughs> like, hang on. We got. We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back here. We're gonna take totally change gears because Jess is. If t- speaking of changing gears, is exactly what's happened in her panties. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Happy International Women's Day! <laughs> and if you want to wear a period diaper, bitch, go ahead and wear a damn period diaper. You know how many women had to fight so you could wear that period damn diaper, Jessica? Women still fighting. Still yeah, fighting literally. trying to make periods regular. <laughs> For real. 
We well, stay fighting. We got to do an update on uh, on on your. Um, you, you've you've had you've had a change of pace or a change of heart. Yeah, man. So at first, I know you guys heard me really upset about having to wear a diaper after my procedure because of I won I, after my procedure. I wasn't allowed to use tampons or like anything for two weeks and the diaper thing was really difficult it was like uncomfortable you were mad and i hated it i felt disgusting and i was really going through it and then <laughs> one week i'm like a hating it and then the second week you know you get used to it you're like time for my diaper you know put it on <laughs> it, it becomes part of your routine and then i was like hold up <laughs> this is kind of nice <laughs> Now I'm only talking about wearing the diapers at nighttime because when uh, when you ha when at nighttime when you're wearing like a pad it's like really big it's super thick and it's really fucking annoying and every time you go to the bathroom when you're walking around it's like <laughs> oh god it's like moving back yeah and forth. it has to it, or you gotta wear like certain underwear like you everyone has like period underwear to like keep that shit in from so wait, like moving you know what I mean you wear just so we we can understand you wore it would be like the period uh, the the diaper, the diaper and then the underwear no uh, no. no the that thing is, is if, the it's, if it's the diaper, it's just the diaper and then like shorts. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? So that, but I could see how they'd be a little bunchy, possibly, if you're used to wearing normal underwear. Well, it, but, but, but the thing is, is like, no, but no matter what, like if but it's even worse, like with the pad, it's almost like you have the pad and then the underwear and then like certain underwear or certain shorts to keep it in place so it doesn't move. Because yeah. if you're walking and the pad is like half of your ass, then it's not doing anything. <laughs> it's like it moves around. I'm serious. And so yeah. then, <laughs> we, yeah. we're, we're learning a lot. I didn't, I didn't think about like the pad moving around. I didn't understand. It think moves about around. That. Yeah. It in same place yeah. and then um there's like sticky parts on it but it doesn't do shit i was gonna th i thought it had like a sticky app like the wings don't part. fucking they don't fucking work oh is that oh, okay. what wings are is that yeah. what they're there for you're supposed to put it around your underwear and sometimes it stays and sometimes oh. it doesn't and if you're sleeping and you're moving around you wake up and you're like well fuck there goes another fucking pair of sheets because obviously <laughs> this pad isn't doing what it's supposed to do so i put on this diaper and i was like wow <laughs> this freedom here is like so wait, fantastic. You mean you mean you prefer to wear the the whole period diaper versus a pad at night? At night, can you wear tampons at night? Or you can't. Uh, you shouldn't. Okay. You, you sh there's a certain amount of. I mean, first of all, tampons are not healthy for you. Like depending on the. I mean, after so many it's just, hours, it's just not good. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And so you shouldn't leave your tampon in all night. That's really, really bad. So most women, again, because this is coming out of straight ignorance, most women would wear a pad at, at night. Mm -hmm. So you're just like, hang on, wait a minute. Yeah. I've been over here shitting on these. That's Diapers. On these diapers for so long. Yeah. But honestly, you think wearing the whole period diaper uh -huh. is better than wearing a pad. And I'm telling and I'm telling wow. you right now, as someone who like hates feeling gross and like needs to be clean all the time, you don't feel gross. Like, yeah, like I don't know are you how. Not just sitting there in your blood, like that feels like that would not be. No, I mean, well, because you're sleep, you're sleeping. You know what I mean? It's not like I would wear it to work. Yeah. But. When you're sleeping, it's nice. And like when you're half asleep, going pee or something in the middle of the night, you don't got to worry about it, you know? And it's just, it's a revolution. And I think that if there's anyone that's questioning about this, and listen, I said this to Garage Boy. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to get some more of these diapers. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, how do you feel about having a fiance that oh, wears diapers at night? So you're not even, this isn't even just like, uh, let me just finish these up. You're now going to be a future purchaser I've of been, yeah. period. Depends. Well, yeah. I've Is been, that what they I've are? been purchasing them. No, they're, no, they're period underwear. No, uh, okay, I just me, call it I depends because that's just what I but normally I, I, and, not, and not else. that 
I was, and not that I was asking for permission or like if he would have told me he was uncomfortable, I wouldn't have stopped. But right. I just was curious on how he felt. I'm like, hey. Yeah. So when we're going to the grocery store, I'm about to grab this box of diapers. Like, but it's how not, do you feel? So these are disposable though, right? Yeah. yeah. So what brand are they? Can you, do you know what brand they are? Uh, was it like Always or something? Always. And, and like, what would you, like, what's the actual word for them? Uh, I, Let me see. I'll just type in Always period panty. Oh, wait. I think that's what they are. Always Z's period underwear. Is yeah. that is that kind of like what we're talking about here? I think I'm, so. So it's like a whole, it's like, it's a, like a whole thing. Yeah. So Garage and, Boy has said that he doesn't. Um, no, I'm like, it, are you, like, how do you? They're actually, I gotta be honest, they're kind of cute. Like how, as, as I'm seeing, like, like as this how one do you right feel here. About, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not opposed uh, to it. And he was like, live your life in true Garage Boy fashion. He yeah. was like, do you need, I don't me, to, care. Do you need <laughs> me to pick him up or you get? Has Garage Tell Boy me ever? What to get. <laughs> has he ever challenged you on anything before though? Does he ever been like, mm, I don't want to do that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I feel like I feel okay just because he's not and this is I think it was quiet, me, wasn't it? I think quiet people get a bad rep. Oh, is it rep or rap? Right, rap. bad rap. 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 I yeah. think quiet people get a bad rap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like when they're not publicly loud like myself, then people assume that like they are just they don't like speak up at right. a time when like that's the complete Well like, you guys he, are so different he in, talks, in public. Listen, when we're at home he talks more than me. Wow. Like he, it's him. Because like, like when, you, when you hang out with the garage, him. like he's he's super nice, super cool guy, but he's just not a man of many words. He's observing. Yeah, it's he's not just, even a man of he's many take words. It all in. He's observing. And he's selective just, of when he wants to speak. <laughs> like, this is how Jess is all the time. Yeah. Uh, I just sent you a picture of. I think I sent it to you. Yeah. I can't uh, see it on my phone. Oh yeah. But this is. I'm, I'll show it in the camera here, so we can just make sure. But this is. This is basically. If you're watching our YouTube show, uh, you can kind of see. So this is kind of the. Yeah. Those the are vibe. it. Those are it. That's it. I don't, I don't hate it. They look like here's the thing. They look like Daisy Dukes. Yeah, they're fine. Exactly. Well, that's exactly what they look like. Are you guys? Like. Yeah. Do, do you guys have sex during that time of the month, or do you, do you stay clear? Wow, yeah. you do that. Mm-hmm. I will not do that. Why we not? had this conversation. I will not do that. I won't <laughs> do did. that. I won't do it. I won't. So, see, that would be. <laughs> Let me take off my diaper. Yeah. So that's what I'm wondering is you have to like literally just take like take it off. It's just like underwear. Take okay, it maybe off. don't say just... that. I don't <laughs> say take off my diaper. Okay. Does he have to? Does he have to like pull it off like a child? Like, like don't do that. That's Kind of I don't know. Okay, I don't know that no. I would want to make love to a woman that was wearing the period diaper, though. I think they're fine, mm, but I'm just saying. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Guess you're not getting any, are you? I mean, see what you're missing. You mm. you'll never know what you're missing in these period panties, buddy. That's for you. <laughs> I just I I don't think. Uh, yeah, I think that'd be a real mood killer for me. But then again, what what's happening under? I can. I'm sorry. And YouTube, if you want to chime in, I know y'all get shy with these kind of topics, but like. Do most couples is have? Anyone, is anyone commenting now? Th- no, sorry, not okay. they don't comment, comment on wild topics. Why? Um, I don't, I don't know. I'm always like turned to him, like YouTube. What do you think? And it's like dead science. But we talk <laughs> about like Disneyland trips, and it's like. <laughs> um, do most peer people have sex while they're on their period? Yes, it's so. To me, it's like it's like low key gross, right? It's like. It's like a th- four out of ten gross to me, but more importantly, it's the logistics of having to do it. You c- there's no spontaneity to it at all, and like you got to go. So what do, do you guys, do? You guys, think? Do you think cum is ever cute? Do Damn. You, do you think it's ever cute? <laughs> no, but it's not. It's not like blood. Like it blood is like it literally blood. looks like gooey, nasty shit. Yeah. It's never been cute. Never was cute. Never will be cute. Yeah. So I don't want you to think that. Your shit is like fucking no, but I'm daisies saying, over here. But, but it's not fucking cute. It smells weird. But that's part of the it male like orgasm. Urine. Like you just have to, this yeah. is part of the female anatomy. But I can wait five days and just like chill. Yeah, Felicia, Felicia you just yes. throw 
a towel down. That's it. That's all you got to do. I'm telling you. Because sex is messy no matter what. And hey, it's preference, whatever. But I just feel like women deserve to have sex if they're on their period or if they're not on their period. Hassan, so you've, you've made love. Well, a woman's been on her period, yeah? Yes. Okay. So, do you not pull your penis out and get totally freaked out? Like, I literally look down, I'm like, ah! Like, like, and again, hypochondriac, I get really, I'm like weird on like cleanliness and like stuff like that. But I won't literally, I can't do it. Claudia, by the way, says on super light days, definitely not on heavy days. That's why I was literally about to say thank you. Here's the thing. Most times when you're having sex with a woman on her period, it's not going to be on the first two days because they're in a lot of pain Mm -hmm. themselves. I mean, it's probably not a lot of pain. It depends. It helps with pain. But like heavy days, you'll still smash. Mm -hmm. Wow. Also, if I'm cramping a lot, we'll have sex because it actually helps relieve pressure. Like I'll literally be like, I'm dying. Can you please help me? How about that? See, see me most from what I been experienced. No, that's not what I'm saying. From what I was told is usually the third or fourth day when I have sex with a woman that's on her period. So I think that it's probably going to come down to preference. Maybe some course, guys just don't course, care. Preference, like maybe preference. some guys just don't give a damn. I, I cannot do it. There's so many other holes and avenues we can explore that have nothing to do with your vagina that like I'm fine with. And it just it's it works. So you're going to do butt stuff? You know, I don't know. There, there's the, the, the your mouth is fine. We can just make it work, and like it's fine. Oh right, because wow. you, you can get yours. So right? his pleasure I mean, is more than no, a woman. No, but you can't. Yeah. No, 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 Happy no, International no. Women's okay, Day. Okay, let's be honest. How many times do women finish because the penis is actually in the vagina versus the clitoral area? Wait, what? Come this on, this is different. When you're rubbing on it, and, and so some women do come off from penetration. Some women gets off from rubbing. It just depends yeah. on the woman. Again, preference. Just, bro. It also depends the motion of the ocean. Yeah, it does. Maybe. So, I just don't know what I'm doing, but I can tell you most we'll of the experiences <laughs> Ask have, questions. Been, have been women that just want to clitorally get it. It feels good inside, but it's not me that's going to finish the job. It's not me. I'm not here to like to knock it out for you. I think, Wait, it's, I think it's personal preference. That's, that's sad that's if you're true. not finishing the job. So you're telling me you're not rubbing if they're don't like good morning rubble. veronica and then literally veronica is like hey good morning she's like i want nothing to do with this conversation whatsoever Sorry, hey, veronica. Veronica. good morning so you telling me like so if she doesn't get off from penetration you don't rub it no i will that's what i'm saying like, oh, okay. like things can be done externally that will get you there probably faster than will get you there internally so like if, it, you, if you shut down the inside for a minute we got a mouth we got a clit like we're good to go over here so would you rub her yeah 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 even on her period oh yeah oh yeah i'll stay so outside. We have this conversation I'll, in stay, I'll stay outside all day uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and hi to denise as well we were going to talk about i think we talked enough about sex today though we'll save it for next week we have a whole nother conversation about partners but are y'all good with stopping here everybody feel like this has been a sufficient enough podcast mm-hmm. okay. thank Those you for listening eyes. to kramer and jess uncensored we appreciate you so much uh there's a lot of ways to get us jess where we find you just do it t on social and my podcast low-key hassan our producer where we find you you can find me at stan willie 2 on social media platforms and then uh, you can uh, find me at that guy Kramer, and uh, let us know. Oh now, oh now, y'all want to talk about now? Oh now, we got comments coming in. Now y'all want to talk? Um, you can get us to at Kramer and Jess on Instagram. We'll come back next week and kind of wrap up this uh, this conversation. Love y'all. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. See ya. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.